Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Justin Bash, and this is episode 58 of the Bash Mania podcast. Real quick before we dive into today's show, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to subscribe to Bashamania. And if you enjoy this episode, be sure to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's Bashamania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. All right, we got Chenzo. He's back. Round two. How are you, man? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. How's the quarantine yeah. treating you? I mean, it's not bad, you know, kind of uh, getting a routine after some time. It's not how, terrible. How much have you been working out? Um, I'd say, you know, majority of the days of the week I work out. You know, really? I will, Yeah, I got, I got an assault bike downstairs. I got some weights and stuff. I... uh actually went and wrestled a couple of times with uh, out in Lewistown with uh, Trent and Hayden Hydley. Yeah. <laughs> I put up that picture of a, uh... so that picture that I put up with Nolf and Hayden, like I was like, so we had five people there. So there was like, I was the odd man out at the time. And I was sure. just, I had my, I had my phone on that. They're just play wrestling. And I had my phone on them just like waiting for them to get positioned. Like <laughs> I got a pretty good one. <laughs> Dude, I just finally bought dumbbell. Well, I bought dumbbells from Rogue the second they say they became available like a month ago, and I did a workout. And it's the first time in like 15 years that I went two months without a dumbbell. And my biceps and my triceps so are using them. I'm like, I've never felt this level of soreness. But well, first time I went and wrestled again, like I like couldn't lift my head up the next day. <laughs> I was like, this is bad. Like you know. <laughs> Well, I was wondering, like, how anybody – I mean, I guess elite-level athletes are different, but staying motivated through a quarantine is nuts. For me, it's business, and I guess for you it's the same, but it's like – Yeah, I mean, you know, if, I, uh, if I'm if i not in the best shape that I could be in, you know, I kind of take a look in the mirror and definitely lets me know that I could be in better shape right now. So um, that's definitely motivation. I don't, want, right I don't want to look but... in the mirror right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i don't do it a ton now <laughs> so and on top of that we've been texting the last couple of weeks about some different mm-hmm. stories and that's one of the one of the many reasons we're, we're doing this i'm sure it won't be the last but another reason too is we've been talking about there's so many rumors that you're going to arizona state and it's it's yeah. funny to me like i i understand rumors and i understand why they come about what i don't understand is how they come about like you see certain names tweeting rumors and i'm like yeah so i mean i mean it makes sense though right because um you know frank molinaro is there and he's you know i'm real tight with frank molinaro i love that guy 
and I did talk to them a little bit, just, you know, just, for, you know, seeing things out. And, uh, you know, ultimately, you know, I've decided to stay at Nittany Line Wrestling Club because I think it's just, you know, the best thing for me right now. I mean, our room is Dude, crazy awesome. Penn State, like, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's hard to leave. Like, you don't want to leave. But, and, uh, I, and I get I mean, certain guys that do, but. Yeah, it's tough, though. I mean, you know, I love our coaches here. I love everyone here. Like, these are, you know, these are my best friends. And, you know, I just want to win some world titles with them in the next few years and, you know, kick some butt. Dude, I want to wrestle for Casey and Cal. Like, and Cody. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's sick. It's, it's really fun. It's a good time. Like, I, I love those guys. I was just t texting Casey the other day, like, dude, you got to come on the podcast. Everybody wants to hear from you. And I know where Cal leans with media, but come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think Coach Casey would do a great job on a podcast. He, he has, he has so much stuff. Like, just he's got anything. so many good, he's got so much anything. good insight. And that's he is good what on insight good. on everything, though. Like just yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I get like sucked into like a time vortex. If I go into his office and start talking to him, an yeah. hour goes by like that. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're staying at Line Wrestling Club. I think selfishly being like a Penn State NLWC guy, like I understand like certain guys talk about leaving and some guys do, and you root for them as they go. But once you're a Penn State fan or NLWC fan, like. You, you want everybody to stay. Even if it's not feasible, you want everybody to stay. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's definitely hard, um, especially to keep, you know, all the guys that, you know, we have there. You know, guys definitely take pay cuts. And, you know, that's just something you got to do. Like, if you want to achieve your goals, like, that's something. And you I don't think do. people understand that when it comes to pay cuts and really training there. Like, I, I saw some comments and – being so close to the room, I tend to stay out of it. But I saw like people like, oh, Gilman went there for more money or Snyder went there for more money. And then you hear things like, trust me, it's not about the money. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, you know, just with those guys, I'm sure it definitely wasn't. Um, you know, they're great guys that, you know, they want to win world and Olympic titles. And that's what we want to do here. So it just, right. it's a good fit. It makes sense. And especially when you have guys like you and Nolf, like, I asked both mm -hmm. of you guys what it was like wrestling each other at the Pharaoh. And even all said, like, I would love it to be me and Chenzo at the Olympic trials finals. Like it'd be great. Yeah. yeah. I like, you know, if we're at the same weight, I want him to beat everybody he wrestles except for me. And right. I'm sure he feels the exact same way about me. So. Right. Yeah. And I think sometimes people just like to speculate, but I, I don't even want to get into the real serious stuff because okay. you and I have been talking about right. hilarious we can, stories. And we could talk serious wrestling all day. That's like, right. Like everybody yeah. talks serious wrestling and I, everybody comes on this podcast and talks serious wrestling. And I want to give a place to that, but I also want to give a place for some of the stuff that's not told. And everybody talks about the stuff that's obvious. How'd you get better? How'd you get over this? How'd you deal with diversity? And I, I love consuming that as much as I love having the conversation. But what's also fascinating is the stories you start hearing as you and I have developed more and more of a friendship and you tell me more stories. Dude, yeah. I crack up at some of these things. Like, yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Like, one of the things you were telling me was you quit wrestling. <laughs> You quit wrestling at the Southern Scuffle your freshman year. So I yep. want to hear this story, and everybody listening obviously wants to hear it. So this one, this one's like kind of wild because, like, you know, I've always just cut like, a, like I cut a lot of weight like growing up yep. and everything through it. So my redshirt year, I was wrestling 157, and I wrestled like one tournament at 157 earlier in the year, and it was it was a heck of a weight cut. Like it was it was bad, <laughs> and. um 
so like and i like i don't like check my weight like a ton which like i've gotten way better at that you know as i've gotten older sure. and stuff but yeah but anyway we're so me and my dad are going down to start a scuffle because i'm a red shirt and you know our flight gets like canceled so we we actually drove there we shared a rental car with nate brown from lehigh yep yeah with, with me and my dad it was kind of weird but um <laughs> nice guy but it was just a weird weird sure. situation yeah was, nice guy weird situation but um we drive down there i didn't work out like i don't even know how much i weigh it's like day before i work out with like the team and everything and like after it i was like after the workout i was like 167 and i was like my weights and it's the night before and i'm like Weight's not bad if I was like resting 165. Like, then sure. Good. Then like my weight's good, but like right. after I worked out, I'm all dehydrated and like sucked out and everything because I like cut my water off, and I'm <laughs> still like 10 or so pounds over after I work out. And like I was a little kid, so I was just like, yeah, like I'm done. I was like, this is it. Like, I, like I go back to the hotel. I call call Coach Cody, and I was like, hey, like you know, like I'm not wrestling here, and I don't think I'm gonna wrestle anymore. Like ever again like i think i'm done and he was like whoa 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 he's like what i'm like yeah like i'm done wrestling and he's like why don't you just go up a weight i was like not big enough like you know my dad won't let me like you know i just like, it was my dad a, won't it was, let me <laughs> like a big conundrum so right. i'm i'm all pissed off and mad you know i was like this is bull crap like i, like, I don't want to wrestle anymore like i hate cutting all this weight for no reason because i couldn't even wrestle there so then like i get home me and my, my dad just flew me home the next day. He was like, he's like, you, he's like, he's like, we're out. Like, you know, he was so mad at me, which naturally, but, uh, <laughs> so this is a story gets a little interesting, a little more interesting. I get back to Pittsburgh at home and, uh, I'm just chilling with zero intentions of going back to wrestling, like zero intentions, like whatsoever. And then, um, like one of my best friends wrestles at like a D3 school, like really close to home. And like, I went to like hang out with him for like a couple of days. It was over winter break. And he was like, yeah, he's like, you want to come practice with us? And I was like, all right, <laughs> that's fine. So I went in and just beat up a bunch of D3 kids for like an hour and a half. And I was like, man, this feels so good. And so then after that, <laughs> so then I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll go wrestle D3. So what? <laughs> yeah. So I was like thinking, I was like, maybe I'll transfer to like a D3 school. So <laughs> I get home after that. I like tell my parents, I was like, Hey, I was like, you know, I think I could wrestle like, you know, like, you know, smaller division. Like I think it'd be really fun for me. I could wrestle whatever weight I wanted. And they're like, dude, you need to call coach Kale and like go back to Penn state. And I was like, right. I was like, no, like I don't need to do that. And then after I talked to him, I thought about it and I was like, yeah, like that's probably the best move. But like, it's not like I actually left though. Cause it was over all of right. the winter break. So I just wasn't going to come back, but I came back and were they mad? Like, were they like freaking out? Like maybe they were going to lose you. Cause you see it now where like all of a sudden Soriano leaves or different people leave. Like you actually see that happening to some degree. Um, I don't think that I don't think that they actually thought that I was going to leave. They were probably like, yeah, he's a kid who's just like having a hard time, like making <laughs> weight and he's probably freaking out. So like, that's what, that's probably what happened. And that's, that is what happened at the time. But so what was it that yeah. got you back? Um, so after I went and wrestled there, like division three, then like, I, like, with those guys, um, like I came back and talked to my parents and like, they're just like, is that like, really, like, you really want to do that? You've like, you know, like not like, not like dissing on like, you know, that, but like, you're at like the best wrestling school, like in the country, like, right. You know, like those guys, you, we've only been there for not even a year, but like, they put a lot of time in for me and everything. So like, 
he like my dad probably was like you should at least like give him a call so i did and then like i probably called coach kale and he was like probably just talked me back into coming and then i was probably just on board i don't remember the exact conversation but like yeah. you know i was probably just like yeah like i'm an idiot like and i, I know, know why like I did that you're you're kind of telling me this story and before you got into it like one of the things we were talking about is that weight cutting is such a serious issue like flo just did a whole documentary on it and you yeah, have and everybody then, talking about weight cutting what was it that led you specifically to cutting so much weight was it feeling like you could be so much more dominant at a lower weight i just um i just thought it was what i was supposed to do you know it's just like i've you know get to like the smallest weight class you can like and be like healthy-ish there you know, whenever I don't do that as much anymore, but like whenever I was younger, definitely. It's, and I know you've cut a lot of weight your entire career. Is that when you think it started to turn around where you started to say it's not worth it? I can still be good without cutting so much weight. Yeah, I would say so. I probably, you know, made my biggest jumps like, you know, probably going into my senior year of high school was yeah. whenever I like started to get a lot better. And then I didn't really cut much weight then as opposed to like, you know, the rest of my high school uh, right. career. And then same with college. Like I definitely cut weight in college, but you know, there's guys that definitely, you know, cut more. Yeah. And speaking of cutting weight, another story you were telling me about was that you were 13 pounds over at the Powerade your junior year of high school. And I want to hear that story too. <laughs> All right. So I started the year at 145. Yeah. Like not really like cutting too much weight, but I was like, you know, I, I was still like a kid kind of at the time, like these guys that kind of felt like I was wrestling grown men, like as a kid, and I was just like, man, like I, I need to go down a weight. Like my coaches like were pretty much like adamant that I was going down. Like me and our one guy were both dropping down. I was going from 145 to 138. So right, right after Christmas, Powerade tournament, we'd always do like a three session camp like the day before because guys like me are a ton of over after Christmas. And... <laughs> I, I, uh, guys I, like me, <laughs> two time champions, like serious wrestlers, guys like me. <laughs> so, again, I didn't check my weight leading up to the tournament. This is the day before, and uh, finished the first session with the camp. And uh, my coach, Sonny Abe, was like, Hey, like, you should probably see how much you weigh. Like, like you should get on the scale right now, like in between. And I was like, 153 pounds. And I was like, Oh, man. <laughs> this is gonna be hard because like i just finished working out once like i didn't have like a ton left to lose sure. so I was like, <laughs> like i was like 13s like i've heard worse stories like no doubt but like my coaches were so mad oh my gosh and like i uh i just remember like i go back upstairs like to our wrestling room in high school and i'm like briskly jogging around i was like i'm not <laughs> and then i'm like briskly jogging and my one coach is like following me around the wrestling room and then just like and i did this for hours and then wrestled more finished out the camp then after that i was probably still like eight over or so and then i went home that night and i would like run on the treadmill for like i don't know like an hour and then i would sleep for like 20 minutes and then i'd get back up and run more and i'd sleep really yeah, so like I would like take naps throughout the night and then keep cutting weight. But if then, you did this through your high school career, like at some point, like I cut some weight in high school. Terrible wrestler, but I cut weight to make like a JV tournament or something. And this is like me turning the hot water on in my bathroom to try to get steam. Like, yeah. like yeah. stupid stuff, right? 
And I remember I hated that so much. And after going through this, why do you think you got to the point to where you were nonchalant? Like guys like me, I didn't check my weight. Well, <laughs> I mean, I like, I just didn't like, you know, I've, uh, I just always like put things off, like kind of like, just like when it comes to that, like, you know, I don't do that anymore. Whenever sure. I kind of wait, I'm not like check my weight. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like 15 pounds over the day before now. Like, <laughs> not like that doesn't really happen but like whenever i was in high school i was like an immature kid then like yeah for sure and did you it so just happened did you start taking it more serious or was it that you just didn't want to cut weight anymore when you got to the point where like i mean hey you won a national championship as a freshman and a sophomore and this is coming from somebody who struggled with not with being nonchalant with the weight like what what changed um you know diet like I didn't have a great diet whenever I was a kid, you know, um, I would say this past year, this past season, my diet was extremely good. Like I was only, you know, my weight was like, not, I didn't even think about having to cut weight this year. It was great. You know, just my diet was really good. You know, just and how do you coaches. think you felt this year compared to like your freshman year? I could have wrestled two matches back to back this year. Like, really? No doubt. Like, yeah. Like if I were like, like big 10 finals, I could have wrestled another match right after that. Wow. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like you get tired wrestling, but like there's just a whole nother gear to it, really. And I imagine if you're not cutting weight, that gear becomes open. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. laughing hysterically at these stories and I'm not yeah. trying to make light of people who like cut weight and cutting weight is a serious thing. Like every top level wrestler will tell you stop cutting weight, especially youth. Like as your body's growing, it's, it's right. not a good idea. I'm laughing at the sake of like, you found the way out of that. You you stopped doing that and you became a two-time national champion. You probably would have became a three-time national champion had COVID not ruined NCAAs. I, like, I, like, I like to think so, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, real quick, because you and I haven't talked about this, what was your reaction when NCAAs got canceled? Oh, man. My heart was broken. It was like... Dude, my was heart so was broken and I wasn't even wrestling. Like... <laughs> yeah, it was uh it was Nick Lee's birthday. They 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 canceled nationals. He like Oh, was it? You know, I got yeah. Oh, like, he didn't tell was, me that. <laughs> it was it was his birthday. Um sad birthday. I don't know. I was really upset <laughs> yeah, for I'd a few days. So. Like, I I you know, I didn't even know how to react to that. It was bad. But did it take you, you time know, to process on. it? Yeah, I'd say so. Like it took me a few weeks to realize I'm like, all right, like, you know, this probably could have saved like a lot of people or something yeah. and that's you know that's a good thing um i mean yeah i'm still crushed by it you know but yeah you know you gotta things happen for a reason does I it think. give you more hunger for world and olympic gold like to not have uh, oh, yeah. final match yeah you know i you know i lost my final match in college i never got to wrestle a nationals my last year so like kind of stinks um i wanted to be in a world olympic champ either way so like i'm still gonna you know put my best foot forward for that and selfishly i'm glad it's gonna be the nlwc but one more story here that i gotta hear that i started cracking up when you were telling me nolf made you drink or you and nolf drink no he didn't he didn't make me do anything okay <laughs> all i know is you got five gallons of chocolate milk I'm yeah like <laughs> so this this was uh this is a long time ago this was after my freshman year of high school Okay. And we were on the Young Guns team at Disney Duels, and I was I was our 106 pounder. I was still small, but like I had to cut for 106 though. Like, you know, I was probably like low 
like low twenties or something like that, like low one twenties. Which, by like, the way, a little. No, I didn't realize you were even teammates with Nolf that like that long ago. That's wild. Oh, me and Nolf have been practice partners since we were like eight. That's nuts. Old. Yeah, we started wrestling at Pitbull and Franklin Regional. When we were like eight years old, but um, yeah, we um, we were like rooming together down at Disney Duels, and you know, I see like we go to the grocery store and like. Jason especially is buying like chocolate milk, cocoa pebbles, like all this stuff. And I'm like, oh wow. I was like, I was like, Jason's get he's really good. Like, so if he like, you know, <laughs> he's gonna drink chocolate milk and eat cocoa pebbles, like so am I. So right. like yeah. So we wrestle at Disney Dolls, then I come back, I leave for Fargo Camp shortly after, and I'm 128 pounds going into Fargo <laughs> Camp. And I gotta make 106 like five times like Greco and freestyle. So I was just like, this is terrible. Like, did Nolf wrestle at Fargo? No, no, no. He didn't <laughs> wrestle freestyle yet. He, Dizzy Dolls, he was done for a bit, like to like Super 32. Sure. So I just remember like, we're at Fargo at this point and I'm just like, oh, I'm like, this is bad. Like, you know, um, so I called my coach, Sonny Abe, and I was like, hey, like I'm this much over, like, what should I do? And he's like, He's like, this is like, Did you're not say go home? Like, no, no. I was trying to go up to 113, but we didn't have any like weight slots available. So I had sure. to make it. And he was like, go drink six ounces of Mountain Dew and then run for an hour. Or no, no, no. It's not run for an hour. It was run for 20 minutes, walk for a minute, run for 15 minutes, walk for a minute, all the way down to like five. And then he's like, and then do it again. So, and outside of Fargo, it's a thousand <laughs> degrees in the middle right. of summer. So I did it the first time and then I went and sat in the sauna after that because I couldn't run anymore. Like I was just like like no way. But like the Mountain Dew thing was crazy. It makes you start sweating a bunch. Like I've really? never heard that before. Yeah. So like he told me to go drink Mountain Dew because like I guess it like makes your body think it's way more hydrated than it is. Interesting. Yeah. Anybody listening, weight cutting, don't do this. Yeah, no, no, no. This, these aren't tips. These are just like <laughs> silly things I've done right. throughout my life. Yeah, definitely not a tip show right now. <laughs> right. No, but I eventually made it. I just remember like I was like, you know, just cramping up all my matches, stuff like that. It was, felt terrible. So you end up making time. the weight though. I, I made it, yeah. So I made the weight and then I made the finals in Greco. I lost in the finals in Greco. And then freestyle, by the time freestyle came around, I was just so burnt out. And I had to, I was wrestling good guys, too. I remember I wrestled uh, I wrestled Keyshawn Hayes, Cade Brock. I wrestled a few, like, pretty darn good guys, like, you know. Yeah, it's not exactly – it's not exactly the the scrub tournament where you can go and just kind no. of, like <laughs> – But, like, guys would just pull a bunch of weight for that. And, you know, I was just one of them. And I'm sure that there was other guys doing the exact same stuff as me, like, no doubt. Do you think that's like the worst weight cutting experience in your career? No, my worst weight cutting experiences deal with me not making weight. That's those are my worst ones. But when did that happen? Um, while ago. Like it's it's happened a few times. But like like in high school? Yeah. <laughs> what happens when you don't make it? Like when you didn't make it? Um uh, it's just like did you get like pissed at yourself? Me. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you, you're, it's extremely embarrassing. You don't want to like show your face in front of anybody, right? <laughs> like I, if you don't, 
it, it's funny to hear that from like if I did that, who sucked when I wrestled in high school, I would I, that would make sense for somebody to go from missing weight to being a two time should have been a three time national champ should have been a four time, but realistically definitely would have been a three time. Uh, like, yeah. did that help you though? Did that help you through college? Like all your bad experiences? It, it um, I mean, I feel like it's made me way tougher cause I've gone through like a lot of crazy stuff. Sure. With that. And you know, I feel like I can, if, if it's like a wrestling match, like I'm, I can get be in any condition in a wrestling match and be tough enough to wrestle. Like I wrestled, like I've wrestled with the flu and stuff like that before. Oh, one time I, for one of, one of my college matches, I had the flu and I was like eight pounds over in the morning. And, uh, and how, I, how are you over with the flu? Doesn't the flu, the flu normally like dehydrate you and like suck you as out? As soon as, so I didn't work out for a couple of days before. So like I was just kind of chilling. And then as soon as I like started working out, I lost, I like sweat everything. Really? Yeah. Dude, I had, um, you probably don't remember him, but this actor, Kevin Sorbo, was on this podcast before I made it like an exclusive wrestling podcast. He played Hercules on TV. He's been on everything. Good for him. That's pretty cool. Everything from like Two and a Half Men, the sitcom he's been on, you name it. And I asked him, like, for me, I'm a baby. If I get the allergies, I clear my whole day. Because if I got to talk and I'm sneezing, I get so aggravated. I cancel like the whole day. I've never understood for an actor or somebody who has to work for a living in that regard, how you fight through. Like, what do you do if you have the flu and like wrestling's during flu season? Like you can't even just, it's not like it's a summer sport. Like predominantly it's a winter sport. I can't, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. This was uh, kind of towards the end of like our dual meet season one year. It was, yeah, it was, it was tough, but like, I actually felt, I felt really good while I was wrestling for like a little bit. I mean, I had a few like cramps in me just from yeah. like being like sick. But other than that, like after the match, I just went and like passed out. But it was <laughs> that's when yeah. you know you're good. When you can wrestle the flu, like that's what Michael Jordan did. He yeah. No, and that's <laughs> like that's way longer than seven minutes, too, right? Right. So like yeah, that guy's incredible. Like <laughs> that's gotta be adrenaline. Like, I don't know what else. Yeah, um, like there's there's a point where adrenaline just kind of takes over and like you go from like, I was like drilling, trying to get weight off, like getting like really dizzy, you know? And then like, I was in my match and I was just like, zen. What made you want to wrestle? Like if you, if you had, like if I had the flu, I'd be like, it's not worth it. I don't want to get out of bed. Like what made you even want to wrestle? Um, uh, I talked to coach Kale and he was like, yeah. Um, he's like, normally wouldn't do this, but like, uh, He's like, this would be a kind of cool story for you to tell. And I was like, yeah, all right. So, and thankfully, it's on Bashamania. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right. It will be a cool story to tell someday. So I, I think that plays into the passion, too. Yeah. Like, your your mm-hmm. passion for wrestling. And you see it. Like, the last time you were on here, I, I, I think I started the podcast off laughing with – I still laugh thinking about it. When you posted a picture of you being – you going for the inside trip, you end up, like – you like trip yourself against Marinelli. <laughs> yeah. That picture for Kim. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, I made some money off that. <laughs> like, it's not. Yeah, I was even trying to. Like... <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was really funny at the time. 
And like, I wasn't even, I wasn't even like, I wasn't even being serious with it at all. I wasn't like, oh, this is going to like get me, you know, some camps for sure. But like people hit me up after that. It was kind of crazy. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. And like, I wasn't expecting it. I just was like, wow, this is going to be really funny. Like that was all. Like, I don't know. I think it speaks to your truth too. Like it, it shows that you're not trying to oversell who you are. Like you have success, you have credibility. Yeah. You either know it, you don't need to sell it hard. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not perfect. I you know make mistakes. I lose matches. It happens. But all right, obviously, well, I'd like to limit those. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, all right, before I let you go here, moving forward, like, what's your game plan? Like training, getting ready. You now. So you're not qualified for the Olympic trials, right? No, I'm not. So what's your plan to just kind of wait to see what happens with the Olympic trials in, in 2021 with the last chance? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, whatever tournaments pop up, like I'm going to be at, like, it's just, are you ready to wrestle just like the next tournament that pops up? Yeah. 100%. Like I'm ready to go right now. Like if they like, had <laughs> the backyard open in Wyoming tomorrow, would you go? <laughs> yeah. I'd find a way there. Like I just, I just want to get on the mat and just beat someone up. It's just like and rec hall still closed, right? So aside from going to a yeah, we can't go in there, can't go in there. We can't really do much. Have they said how long that's closed for? No, um, I feel like it's going to be a long time though. So well, they, I mean, they they're pretty much they canceled the graduation, didn't they? Yeah, so I was supposed to graduate like in two days, but I th I still am graduating. But <laughs> You're not still like graduating. not not phys not physically no like yeah I don't I didn't really want to go to that anyway so it's fine. Like, what did they say you're doing? Are you doing any kind of ceremony? We have a we have a virtual graduation. So <laughs> what happened to that? They I don't. Show, they show your Zoom as they announce. Your I, name? I'm probably I'm probably not going to attend. I don't know. Like, it's, I, I saw I don't that uh, the neighborhood the 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 town next to me Hilton where Yanni when they're mm -hmm. doing this thing where like a family and their graduate can come and walk the stage with nobody there they get the diploma and then leave that's crazy in, in hilton yeah well yanni's from there so it's definitely a weird place they <laughs> <laughs> are like probably that, kind of backwards <laughs> that, that that they're they're literally like they're letting people i i i didn't read the whole article but they're basically letting people go there and in, in increments walk the stage leave next family That's, comes in the arena or the auditorium whatever who wants to do that i <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird i don't know i didn't even want to go to my high school graduation i definitely yeah. wouldn't want to go if i didn't have to like i went because you had to no i was going this year because my mom wanted me to go that's why i would have went of course yeah you almost you do left it for your, your freshman mom. year to go to a d3 school of course <laughs> yeah she <wanted> <laughs> Oh, all right well listen we're gonna have to run this back again with some more of course because i know you have them so thank mm -hmm. you for taking a few minutes to tell some stories and, and we'll we'll chat soon man hey no problem always happy to be on <laughs> awesome man we'll talk soon and that is it for today's episode thank you so much for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as i did if you did enjoy this episode of the podcast be sure to leave a five-star rating review on apple podcast and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes for more wrestling content be sure to follow bash mania on facebook twitter and instagram and follow me i'm at jbash on instagram and at justin jbash on twitter i'll be back with another episode shortly see ya and the beat goes on.